welcome back to the Six Figure Shift podcast. I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday. Happy New Year. So we are back in full swing and you can expect Tuesday episodes moving forward. Today's episode is a little bit different than I normally do. I hosted a masterclass last week and it was so freaking good that I was like, I have to take this to the podcast. So what you're about to enjoy is a replay of a live masterclass. It is my glow up 2024 blueprint, and I'm going to take you through a couple different steps to help you get anchored into your vision, create attainable goals, and create a plan of action that supports those goals and that vision. And we're going to talk a lot about a lot of other stuff as well. It's really meaty. So this is the type of episode that you might need to you know, grab a pen um, or come back to when you can sit at a desk or grab your journal or something like that. I'm also going to be including a workbook that I gave all of the people that came to the masterclass last week. I'm going to extend that to you as well. It's an eight page workbook that's going to complement um, this, this episode. So you can find Find that link in the bottom of the show notes. And yeah, let's get this going. I want to take you through what I feel like are the steps that actually are going to get you to the place of like, oh my gosh, here I was in 2023 and look where I am now. I don't want you to get to the end of 2024 and be like, dang it. All right. Next year. Um, which I think a lot of us relate to and a lot of us experience. And I don't think it's necessary, right? We, we control a lot more than we think. Um, so I want to go over specifically what we can control. It's not always easy, but it's doable. So let's, let's dive in. So here's what we're covering today. Like I said, it's a lot. I'm going to take you through taking inventory, taking out the trash, rearranging and organizing, going room to room. And I promise all this is going to make sense. Uh, creating a vision, goals, plan, taking action. Um, and then where we come to next is that glow up. All right. So that's what we're going over. Uh, we're going to start with taking inventory. I want to jump right into, let's create your vision, right? But that's not really helpful if you haven't first taken inventory on what um, what didn't go well in 2023 or what you want to change or what you don't like. And so this is this is our first step, okay? If 2024 is going to be your glow up year, then you need to get rid of the clutter, uh, take out the trash and let things go. A true transformation will happen when you dare to look beneath the surface and do something about it, right? Look at what didn't work last year, take inventory of what needs to change and then take action, okay? There are no quick fixes. And, and, and I say this all the time, but I really need this to sink in. Um, this year needs to be the year that you stop looking for your shortcut um, and your silver bullet and looking at other people that are ahead of you and being like, they must have this perfect strategy that I don't have. They must understand something I don't have. There is nothing comes, I, want, I don't want to say nothing comes easy, but it's it's true, right? You can find easier ways. You can simplify things. You can make it easier on yourself. But this whole building a business thing, it's freaking hard. It takes work. Um, and so it doesn't, it will not serve you in 2024 to be constantly looking for the thing that's going to finally give you the success that you want. You are your ticket to that success. Um, and it takes intentional 
strategic work to get there, which hopefully I'm going to help you with today. So you'll have your best year ever when you fully accept responsibility for the life and the business that you want and put your actions where your mouth is. I included life in here because I, I truly feel like you have to look at everything, um, not just your business. So if you want a successful business, but your life is in shambles, um, I'm not saying you can't have success if you're going through a rough patch in your life, but long-term, you cannot reach your full potential when you are not looking at all of this as a whole, when you're not looking at this at a holistic level. So, you know, you have to care for your body, your mind, your soul, as well as your business in order to reap the rewards um, of the business or the, the life that you're trying to build. And a lot of us, right, we're using our business to fuel the life that we want, Okay. But we have to in turn at the same time, be working on the life that we want. Right. And so much of that is internal work. And I found more and more when I am at my best, when I have my best ideas, when I'm serving my clients at the best level, I am also um, working on myself. Right. So this is a time for you to also take inventory of what's going on in your life and see like, if, if there's anything that's there, that's not serving me, or that is a mess that needs to be addressed, boundaries that you put in place, relationships that need to be worked on or mended or whatever the case may be, don't ignore those things because that will absolutely bleed over into your business and success of your business. Okay, so let's move on. So we've taken the inventory, right? Uh, we've taken time to figure out what it is that we don't want. So what am I unavailable for this year? Uh, you know, that, that question or that journal prompt is pretty self-explanatory, but I think you should dig into all things, right? This is not just business category. This is everything, Like right? What, what happened last year that I'm like, absolutely not, not this year, not me. I'm not the one this is I'm done. I'm done with that. Okay. What are you unavailable for? And this, this is going to clear space so we can get to the point of actually creating the vision. All right. If I could change anything about my life or my business, what would it be? These are loaded questions. And I totally understand that these are loaded questions, but these are questions that I urge you to answer. Look about look at look at this question through different lenses. So if you could change anything about your um, like your life, what would it be? You could do generalize. If you change anything about your relationships, what would it be? If you could change anything about your environment, what would it be? If you could change anything about the services you offer, what would it be? If you could so allow yourself to really expand on this question, um, because that's going to open up so much and give you so much clarity on what you want. Um, and try not to edit yourself here. Like you might want to, you might be writing down a like, oh, I want to change this, uh, erase. I, I can't have that, right? But you can, you can have these things, but you have to be brave enough first to admit the fact that you want it or that you want to change something before it actually happens for you, okay? Um, next one, what excuses, even valid ones, do I default to? It's just, I just had a call uh, right before this. And, and we talked a little bit about like, there's excuses. There's because, you know, if you have children or you have responsibilities, whatever they are, you have excuses for why you can't do the things that you know you need to do. Um, everybody does, 
in, in different degrees, right? But we cannot use these as crutches. We just cannot, right? We will not get anywhere. So what excuses, even valid ones, are you defaulting to? Uh, what services do you load offering? This is a fair question. Right? A lot of you guys are offering services or offering services in a specific way that you don't like, but you feel like you have to do them. And maybe, maybe you do have to for the time being, maybe, you know, your revenue, you know, you can't take the hit or whatever, but still getting, getting clear on what you really don't want to offer anymore or how you don't want to offer something. What clients drain the life out of you, right? If you're asking yourself, what clients drain the life out of me? Um, who are they? Why? Um, what promises do I want to stop breaking to myself? These are loaded questions. So I hope you guys actually take some time to answer these. But I, I find that in working with so many people over the past five years, the amount of promises that are broken to ourselves are wild, right? The like, I'm going to do this and then we don't do it. Or like, it, it's, we need to, if anything, if we do nothing else this year is like, do what we say we're going to do for us, right? Like forget everybody else. Like if you want something and you're anchored into something and you're like, I'm going to do it. And then you so flippantly break that promise to yourself, like that's going to affect your confidence. That's going to affect your motivation. So really start practicing. And this will also really help you maybe not make promises to yourself flippantly, like really take them seriously and then hold yourself accountable. Um, next question. What am I afraid of? Loaded question. But dude, when I wrote this down, I thought of five things because we're all afraid of something whether it's big or something small, whether it's in our life or it's something that is in um, our business, we all have things that we are afraid of and those things hold you back, which brings me to my next, your next journal prop, which is what is standing in my, how am I standing in my own way here? Again, things are gonna pop up in your brain, write them down as uncomfortable as it feels, write it down. And then what is a distraction to me right now? Whether that is, you know, um, <laughs> It could be a person, it could be a thing, it could be social media, it could be your mindset. Like, I, I don't know, you know, but write down, what do you feel like is an actual distraction for getting you where you want to be? Um, again, I could probably spend the entire masterclass on this, but I'm not going to, we're moving on. So we are taking out the trash. What needs to be trashed in 2024 or leave behind in 2023? Um, it's interesting you guys might not find it super interesting and this will be brief, but my mom, she is a professional cleaner. Uh, she has a cleaning business and she is like a master organizer. She's always coming to me with this, like, this is the system, right? That you need to keep your house clean. Um, and, and they're always so helpful. And so one that she brought to me was how to go room to room and like the steps you take in order to get to a room that is fully functional and that you can sustain the functionality. Um, and so when we were talking about this, I was like, thanks mom, appreciate that. Um, because it, it just, there's so many parallels to business here because you really can't organize, rearrange, create functionality, sustainability, if you are wading through a bunch of trash. 
if you are wading through stuff that you don't want anymore and is you're tripping over it all of the time. So I want you to think about this in terms of business, of course, like what what am I constantly tripping over? What is a thing that I'm constantly taking up mental space or physical space or time um, that I just really wish I didn't have have to have on my plate? Okay, so next we are going to rearrange and organize. So I just wanna go back to the trash thing. So rearranging and organizing is next. If you actually do the work, and take out the trash, right? Next up is rearranging and organizing. So if you could change something about the services you're offering, what would you change? What would I change, right? And, and be honest with yourself on all of these. This is not a time to BS yourself, to you know tell yourself a story about why you can't have it. This Nobody's gonna see this but you. You're allowed to write down whatever you want, allow things to come through for you, okay? Where am I bleeding time that I should not be? You're welcome to, to put these questions through life and business filter because they do they do kind of coincide. But of course, I'm really looking at your business, especially with this question. Where am I bleeding time that I shouldn't be? What am I touching every single day that I shouldn't have to touch? Um, where can I get support? Which kind of leads to the next thing. What am I touching that I shouldn't have to touch? Anybody could do this, yet I'm still doing it and I could be spending my time doing much more important things. Where can you get support? But I also should add that I've gotten a ton of support in my personal life that leads into my business life that has allowed me to grow, right? I have people come clean every single week, my parents, because they have a cleaning business. Um, I have a nanny. I you know, get my food delivered to my door. Like there's plenty of things that most people or a lot of people might might consider like a waste of money or like, oh, you could do that yourself. That's not the point right? You can do a lot of things yourself. Like, of course you can do it yourself, right? We're capable of amazing things. Do we have to do it all? And when you start thinking about it through this lens of a business owner, like doing it all will put you out of business. Okay. So where can you get support? Do you love the clients that you're working with? I kind of asked that question before, but in a different way, um, is a simple question. Do you love the clients you're working with? If you don't, who would you like to work with more? Do you have, a lot of us have like um, a, I don't say a dream client, but I think we are all working with somebody that we're like, if I could just double her, triple her, um, if everybody was like her or him, then then I would I would be so thrilled with that. And then we're like, oh, but that can't be possible. Why not, right? Like, why not? Um, you can't have it if you don't believe that you can. So do you love the clients that you're working with? Um, and, and who is that client? right? If you can pinpoint them, what part of your business feels chaotic or dysfunctional? I'm not going to elaborate on that one. You guys know, right? What feels like, oh my gosh, this is always such a mess. What have I been putting off? What is missing? Like what's missing for my business? I, I, I shouldn't skirt past what have I been putting off because this is a huge one. We all have those things where we're like, we're going to get the brand photos. We're going to get someone to redo our website. We're going to get the CRM. We're going to like all of those, like, I'm going to do it in the future. I'm not saying like, of course, some things need to be pushed out a little bit because they're not priority. Um, but there are certain things, especially if you're serious about growing and scaling your business that shouldn't be put off, right? Don't wait until you're so busy that you can't even like focus on the things that you need to implement. Do them now, right? Or at least create a plan for when you are going to do them, which we're going to get to in a little while and how to classify and how to how to plan out in a way that makes sense. Um, moving on. So we have we have um, really assessed. We've taken out the trash. 
We've looked at what needs to be rearranged or reorganized. A lot of that, again, you guys, it, it, when we're talking about business, it's a restructuring thing. You know, not everything needs to be burned down. People talk about that, burn it down and rebuild it. Most things don't need to be burnt down to the ground. They just need you to go back to the foundations of your business um, and reworked, right? Tweaked, not even reworked, not even like not even torn down or gone gone to go down to the studs, right? We're just we're just making small changes for a lot of this stuff, but they add up in such a huge way. So next we go room to room. We want to put the assessment, right? The taking out the trash, the rearranging and organizing, and we want to put it. We, we want to take those three steps and go room to room. Now, we were talking about an actual house, right? Like, I'm going to start in a bedroom, and I'm going to take out the trash first. Then I'm going to look at what I need to donate. Then I'm going to look at what's out of place, what needs to be rearranged, what needs to be restructured in the bedroom. Then I'm going to start to organize and structure, right? So I can create the sustainability of that room. Same thing with this. We're going to go through different compartments of our business. We need to understand how every piece of our business works together, okay? Most people think, it's just my marketing. I just need to get consistent with marketing. Yes, you probably do need to get consistent with marketing. And yes, that'll probably create a lot of revenue. But if you were only looking at one facet of your business, you're losing money and you're certainly not going to be able to scale sustainably because all pieces work together. So. I want you to go room to room in your business, and I've created a few categories here for you to go through where you're going to work yourself, work through those questions, work through that system, if you will, to see what in my business foundation do I need to look at, right? Um, and I have included this in your workbook, okay? Um, just a few categories. It's not a comprehensive list, but it'll get you started, right? So if we're looking at our business foundation and I won't go through all of them, you know, we're looking at our vision, our goals and our why, which we're going to, we're talking about our vision, our goals today. Um, we're looking at, we're looking at our money mindset room, right? Like what, what money mindset things do I need to trash? What do I need to rearrange? What do I need to get anchored in? Um, we're refining our ideal client. We're getting anchored into who they are and really understanding where they are when they come to us, where they want to be, that transformation, what they really want. We're creating scalable offers. We're strengthening our product suite for client retention. We're adopting prices that allow us to reach our goals. And, and we're, so we're going through all of these different steps, but with the system, right? I get that this feels is going to feel like a lot to, to most of you. It is a lot, right? It is a lot. And you've got to go through, but, but I urge you to go through them. I urge you to go through each of these things. Beginning of the year, greatest time to take inventory and all of this and trash what you don't want, trash what's not working and understand that your ideal client, right? Like the fact that maybe you don't have a refined ideal client might be the reason why you're not growing right? It's the small detail in the big picture. Probably not just that, right? But it might be, you might pinpoint 11 things in eat one thing in each room or two things in one room and three things in another room and four things in the other room and one thing in the other room. But all of those little details add up and they will create chaos. They seem little, but they're not. The details matter. So go room to room, 
create this, like do this exercise. Okay. And I've got the checklist here for you um, just for a little bit of help. Everybody's business looks slightly different, but I've tried to include what I feel like is pretty standard for all businesses. Okay. Whether you're a service pro or you're a coach, um, mentor, consultant, these are all categories that we need to be looking at. All right. Next, we're going to, we're going to kind of dig in now. All right. Because we've set the stage, you guys understand the system, hopefully. And next we're going to go into creating our three visions. Now I didn't create three visions just for the sake of like overcomplicating this. They really do make sense. This is your North star. Okay. This is where you are going. This is what drives your decision-making and your goal setting. This is the filter that we will run all business and life decisions through. I'm obsessed with having a big life vision. Obsessed. I'm going to give you guys an example of this too. Okay. Next, we've got business vision. This is a broad picture of what you want your business to look like. It should line up with your big vision and your yearly vision and your goals. Again, we're going to get to all of this. Then we have your 2024 vision, or you can call it your yearly vision. And this is a combination of your big vision and your business vision. Your yearly vision is something that you can anchor into on a much more tangible level. So now I'll give you some examples of these and I've included these in your workbook too. Um, it's not like a template, but it will give you some context so you can start creating your own. Big vision example. Um, my life's vision is to have, uh, this is something I wrote a couple of years ago. Um, it's okay that your big vision changes or it tw is tweaked. So I'm gonna read you some of these know that it's not exactly my vision as it is today, but um, I pulled this from a, a, a former training and it still really works for this. So here's an example. My life's vision is to have a loving and supportive partner that is my best friend, have deep, meaningful relationships with my children. I want the revenue from my work and other investments to allow me to travel as often as I like, support a luxury lifestyle, support my parents, support giving to causes and people that are important to me. I want to impact and change lives through my work as a business coach and feel fulfilled doing the work that I love. I want to work no more than 15 hours a week and retire when it feels aligned and spend the rest of my life loving and serving my family, myself, and others less privileged than me, okay? This, this is so fun to create, you guys. Take the time to do this because not, there's actually not very many people and I would argue there's actually a lot of my clients in this room today. So there's probably plenty of you that actually have done this work. But most people, I would say, do not have this, do not have a life's vision. They have not taken the time to really be like, what do I want? Like, like what's my mountaintop? What's my North Star? Um, what is the filter that I put everything through? And it's not like every single day I'm like, what is my big vision? Does this fit inside the small, tiny decision? No, but this is like, this is my North Star. So I might get to this point, um, you know, in a couple of years, and then I might want to expand on it. Um, but I feel like in this, like, I want you to create something where you're like, if I got to that point, like everything else would just be like icing, cherry, the whipped cream. Okay. So I want you to create a vision like that, where you feel like, I don't feel like I need anything else. If I could reach that vision, create that for yourself. Okay. Next one, business vision. Um, my business will serve women through high level business coaching and mentorship. We will provide, and I put we, because my vision for my business is that um, eventually we bring on some code coaches and we kind of expand a little bit. We'll provide courses, programs, high touch one-to-one -one coaching that provides the tools, resources, and supportive communities so women everywhere can build scalable and profitable businesses, reach their highest potential, 
and live the life they truly desire. So that's my business vision as an example for you. Then we get to the more tangible one, right? Which is our yearly vision in 2024. And this is, this is a statement too, and you can create it like a statement as well, where it's like, I will, right? Um, and really anchor into it versus like, I hope that in 2024, no, like you really got to anchor into it. In 2024, I'll expand my reach, visibility, and authority by enabling me to serve 50 new business owners. I'll refine my messaging and framework and continue to serve my clients at a high level. And this is where I brought in some tangible things. And, and I really kind of thought about this too. Um, but the, the tangible stuff will keep you accountable as well. By the end of June, I'll decrease my working hours strictly to 20 hours per week, allowing me to me to pursue hobby, self-care, and more time with my family. Um, I'm still transparently working on, on my own visions and refining them, but this hopefully will give you guys a really good example of how you create yours. Okay, so once you have done this work, and listen, if you get stuck on this, just do your yearly vision, all right? If, you're, if it's too much for you, and you just can't wrap your head around the business vision because you're just not sure yet and you need more time to figure that out and you're just not sure what you want your North Star to be, it's okay. Anchor into the yearly vision. You have to do at least that. What do I want? What is my vision for the year? Okay, so the goals that we set should directly connect to the 2024 vision. And in turn, that's gonna support your big vision and your business vision. You'll notice that like my yearly vision in there, right? Like I've included, I wanna decrease my working hours. What does that support? It supports my big vision, okay? So we have to really intentionally go through these steps in order to actually move the needle and take it to where we wanna go. We can't just willy, I mean, you can willy-nilly create goals and like, you know, like if something sparks or you've got the, you know, whatever. I'm not saying you can't do in the moment goal setting, um, but, I truly believe that creating the simplicity and the scalability, you know, and making, you know, six figures every single year working part-time hours, like that doesn't just happen. You have to be really intentional with everything you do. And that can feel constricting. It can feel not sexy. Um, but I'm telling you like that discipline equals freedom. It just does. Okay, so moving on, goals. The goals we set should directly connect to the vision. I said that already. It's very important that you're also making sure that you set goals that work together, that you can get behind, but also stretch you a little. So I wanna park here for a second. There's some goal categories that I'm giving you, okay? Because I want you to get clear on the multiple categories of goals. You might, most people are like, I wanna reach this amount of money this year. Great goal. But I also, we also want to understand like what that looks like for the rest of our business, right? So if your, if your revenue doesn't support the goal you have for your monthly salary that you want to make and the amount of clients that you want to serve doesn't get you to your revenue or it's way below your revenue, I mean, or way higher than your revenue, like we want to make sure everything works together because if it doesn't work together, well, obviously we're not going to get to where we want to go. We need to understand how they all connect and how they all work together. It's kind of going back to my, my other point with going room to room is like everything really connects. And I think we, we need to anchor into that a little bit more that like, this isn't just a like pick, pick and choose type of thing. 
everything works together, like cogs in a wheel, like parts in an engine, everything will start working optimally when we, when we start to focus on these little details. So go through these goal categories and make sure that they make sense. You might be like, yep, this is how many clients I want. It, it, it matches the monthly salary that I want to bring in. It, it, the revenue right on point. But then you're like, but it's going to take me working 10 hours more a week than I want to. All right, what needs to change, right? Do we need to raise our prices? Do we need a different offer? Do we need to refine something? And then you can really start to plan in a way and create goals that you can get behind and because you, you understand how you're going to get there. I also want to add, though, that sometimes we have these goals and on paper, we see ourselves there, that 80%, especially when we're setting money goals. Sometimes we're not quite sure how we're going to get there. And that's okay, too. We just don't want it to be so ridiculous. And by ridiculous, I don't mean like any goal is ridiculous. But like if I was just to throw out a number without doing any of the work behind it, I can't truly anchor into that. I might throw out a number that's a stretch. That's like on paper, I can see how we can get 80% there. Not quite sure how we get to the other 20%, but I trust myself enough to figure that out. And understanding that being a creative, a business owner, an entrepreneur, where our life's work is we have these light bulb ideas and we implement them and like things, things are fluid, right? And I'm allowing space for that. And that's a beautiful thing. To, be, to know that like, I don't exactly know how I'm going to get there, but I trust myself to do it. We just don't want to run completely on this, like, it's going to happen. I just know the universe is going to provide and I'll figure it out one day that like, you're setting yourself up for failure. Okay. Like you really are. You can have a portion of those goals feel like whew, pie in the sky, right? But that's why we have visions, right? We, our visions are pies in the sky. Our visions feel like, whoo that would be something, right? If I actually got there. Um, but our goals need to be more tangible, okay? They need to support the big vision, but they need to a little, be a little bit more zoned in and tangible. So go through these goal categories, make sure everything works together. Um, and also make sure I added personal goals because I think this is important, right? When we're going back to this holistic look of, of our lives and how everything connects, you need to look at like, what are my goals for, my life and what am I trying to do? Like for me, I, I need more time to myself this year. I need to pour back into my soul. Like I really kind of got to a point by the end of the year, I was just like super burnt out. And I'm like, that's not okay. Right. Like I'm aware enough that I'm like, mm -mm, nope, nope, not happening. So I'm, I'm working in, like I'm taking working hours and I'm going to the gym. Like that's a priority to me. Um, Cause like my, when my nanny's here, I'm like, I gotta be working. And it's like, it's just as valuable for me to take a couple of days off, like a couple of days where I leave the office an hour early and I go work out. So I want you to think about what there's those personal goals are for you this year as well, because it all connects. All right. So next up, we've got the planning. So um, before you start planning out your year, you need to get clear on what needs to change in order to reach goals. This is a little bit redundant. So I'm going to like blast through these, but I need you to understand that in order to plan in order to create the plan, we've got to do the pre-work. Like you've got to go through those questions. You've got to go through those journal prompts. Um, I, you need to make sure that you're going through the work, the workbook first. You're answering the journal prompts. You're, you're doing you're doing the assessment. You're taking out the trash. You're reevaluating before you start planning. Okay. Um, otherwise, you're going to be putting things. Up. It, it needs to make sense, right? And I think like that's like the my thing with 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 business. It's like it's gotta it's gotta make sense. It's gotta connect. It's all gotta work together. 
So um, questions briefly, am I adding or taking away services? <laughs> I should say my pivoting. I just talked to somebody this morning and she's on the call. Um, she's going to be pivoting this year. So there's like a lot of things that need to change in order for her to get to a place where she can set um, you know, she can, you know, create the, the vision and the goals and the, the plan and planning, right? There's things that need to happen in order to do that. So look at what you want your business and your life and all of that to look like, and then you're executing the plan. So do you need to do anything different in order to get to your goals? Do you need to bring on help to get to your goals? Do you need, um, do your time goals match your revenue? We talked about that. Are there any life events that you need to take into consideration? I'm going to pause here really quick because, um, I have a few life events that are happening that are kind of, you know, require planning and forethought and actually going out of town and stuff like that, that I'm considering into my planning. And you'll see on the next slide how I'm doing that, but we're going to Disney next month. And so it's just, it's, a, it's a not a little thing, right? <laughs> stuff that's involved. I'm trying to be excited about it, you guys, but taking five kids to Disney is going to be a feat. Um, but I, I digress, but you, you have to you have to consider these things, okay? And then what or who needs to go? 50% of us on this call, we're working with people that we kind of wish we didn't have to work with and if we could replace them, we would. Do it, replace them. <laughs> Find the client to replace them and let them go, right? You've got to release, we've got to release in this year in order to, to get ahead. All right, so this is just a, a, a breakdown of how I plan um, I used to have more categories. I've simplified it. That's my thing, right? Like, how can we make this simpler? And you can go month to month. You can plan out your whole year. You can plan out quarterly. For the sake of this masterclass, I'm showing you what a broken down month looks like. But truly, it's really not broken down. This is just like bird's eye view. This is like the thing that you see on, you know, your, your list, but then we've got to go a lot deeper. So January, my personal focus, I'm planning a Disney vacation. So I got to take the Disney mini course. Yeah, there is one. And yes, I really feel like I need to take it. <laughs> um, there's a course for everything. There's a market for everything. Just as a little reminder, I need to purchase the tickets. I need to pack the list. I need to create a packing list. I need to find a dog sitter, yada, yada. This is not comprehensive, obviously. Um, but I need to, this is something that I've got to find time to do, okay? So I'm baking that in. Internal focus. This is not relevant to me, but I pulled this from something else. But this is for you. It might be like, okay, one of my goals is to identify some hot leads for a new course that I'm creating. So I've got to create a lead magnet that supports that course, that program. Um, so I'm going to revamp the lead magnet. All right. This is a short list of maybe what you would include on that. Um, and then marketing focus. I feel like everyone needs to have part of their plan every single month. You need to be looking at what you're focusing on in your marketing, uh, where you're showing up. This is not, I have like a, a general like focus, like what am I focusing on? Uh, I'm focusing on promotion of GBMA and the retreat. Um, but I've included where I'm showing up and how I want to market in a short list. But understand that underneath Instagram, I'm going to have another list. How many posts? How many reels? How many stories? How many lives? What are the outlines for those lives? What are the, what's the content for those reels? What's the audio? Like there's a lot that comes into play with all of these things. Very grateful that I'm at a stage in my business where I have support in this area. For you, you might be like one focus, two platforms, 
okay? Or two marketing focuses, Instagram, email list, right? And that's totally fine. I just want to show you how robust this can get. So you're not going to stop here, right? Underneath each bullet point, you're going to plan it out even more. And then you're going to go deeper. And then I, I urge you to set goals for every month, okay? Goals for January. And, and these aren't exactly accurate to, to what we're doing here, but just for your example, okay? Um, you can do this in a spreadsheet. You can do this in a Google Doc. You can take what's in the workbook and take and expand on it. I don't care. It's just a matter of doing the thing. Understand everything in each category supports what? It supports getting to the goal. It supports the vision. It supports the business vision, the yearly vision, all the things, right? So when you're writing something down as a focus, let's just say it's an internal focus, your internal focus might be replace client A, right? Or it might be revamp a sales page, or it might be create the lead magnet, or it might be create systems and processes for X service. It doesn't matter, but you should have an internal focus going on um, every month. There should be something that you that behind the scenes you're working on. Here's what most people focus on the most, internal focus. Everyone's like, I I've got so much to do as I can hardly find time to market. Listen, you got to find time to market. You've got to find the time to market. It doesn't mean we are you know, ignoring what needs to go on behind the business, behind the scenes. That's the easy part. I wish I could just focus on internal stuff all day long. Um, I do actually enjoy marketing, but like there's definitely days that I, 50% of the time, I don't feel like it. Okay. And maybe that's a surprise to some of you. Maybe that's an encouragement to some of you. Um, but I do it. I do the thing because I want my business to continue to grow and run and I'm a business owner. So I do what I got to do. So make sure that you're not like, okay, January is just internal focus. Don't do it. Okay. Unless you are completely like headed into a big pivot and you're like, I've got to get a ton of stuff straight before I start to put it out there. Fine. But if you're like, I've got some tweaking to, to do, I've got some trash to take out. Um, you can still show up in market. And I urge you to do that. Um, it's very important, especially with just the way the industry is right now. All right, planning, a couple more things. You need to get really specific. It's not enough to say, I'm showing up on Instagram this month. No, no, no. How are you showing up? Okay. And then are we getting from there? How are you showing up? And then what are you doing? What's the content? What's the strategy? Does it support the goals? Does it support what you want to offer? Um, get into the details, map out the actual tasks that need to be done. If you don't treat these tasks like it's a client call that you can't miss, you're not going to get anywhere. I use this as an example because when I ask people, would you just like not show up for a call that was on your calendar that was your paying client? I hope, and I'm pretty sure most of you would be like, absolutely not. Like I, I just make time. I just figure it out. Right? I got to move stuff around. I got to put something, I got to do something at night. I just do it. I need you to treat your business like this. Okay. I need you to treat your marketing like this. I need you to treat all going through each room like this. Okay. You've got to start looking at your business as a priority or 2024 is going to look the same as 2023. Don't overload your month or get overly ambitious, especially if you're time poor. Look, I love my, I, I love ambitious clients. I love it when I work with clients that have plenty of time um, because their kids are grown or they're in school or you know, whatever. Um, but there are people here that are listening. They're like, I'm time poor, or I've got a baby at home or whatever the case may be. Or I've got a second job. 
Um, so you, you've got, this is, this is even more important for you. You've got to be so intentional, right? If you've got a little bit of time to work with, you've got to really make sure you're intentional with your time, um, so that you're not bleeding time where you shouldn't be, but you're allowed to have one thing in each category. Okay. One way you're marketing one internal thing, one personal thing, or maybe there's one that you don't have a big personal thing to do. Um, but I'd rather you do that thing really well to completion consistently, right? If it's marketing, then try to overload it to be too overly ambitious, right? If you've got the time, freaking go for it. I, I'm, I'm cheering you on. But if you don't, it's okay. Except where you're at in life and you're the, the roadblocks that you have, we've all got them and in different varying degrees. Do what you can, okay? But don't overload yourself. Um, you know, I'd rather you, I don't need to repeat myself, but you know what I'm saying here. Showing up on one power plat, one platform power play is better, better than splitting your focus between three. I basically just said that, um, but it's something to remember. All right, putting into action. Nothing, and I mean nothing changes, if nothing changes, if you don't take action, consistent action, then your vision, your goals, your plans mean nothing. <sighs> I feel like, I feel like such a mean girl saying that. Well, at the same time, it's exactly what most of you need to hear, okay? Truly, again, I've been working with people long enough. I've been working with people long-term. Um, I've, I've, I've watched people that I've worked with four years ago don't have a business today. Um, and I know, and, and for me, like I, I know exactly why, right? They stopped taking the consistent action. They stopped prioritizing. They, you know, there's, there's, a reason why so many small businesses, and I don't know what the percentage is right now, but it's astronomical, fail in the first five years. And I, I know that's because you're not prioritizing your own business. You're not looking at your business as, as a business owner and all of the different rooms that it has and, and continually reassessing and all of those things. And, and of course, taking action because you can go through all the journal prompts. You can do all that and work like, oh, this is what I need to do. And this is what I'm going to it doesn't matter if you don't actually do it, right? Like don't even bother if you're not going to do it. Um, action is hard, right? Like the people selling you easy way to, no. Simple, maybe. Easy, never. <laughs> and I laugh saying that because maybe that's not true for some people, but like this isn't easy. And I'm just tired of people acting like this is the easiest thing in the world to, you know, create your first million dollars in a month. Like, it's just not, it's just not how this works. Okay. Action is hard and it's the hardest, and it's the hardest part of all of this. Having a plan that's detailed and outlined takes away the guesswork. It helps you be more intentional and focused, but it won't magically create motivation to take the action you want. You need to want this bad enough to take action. Even when you don't feel like it, even when it's the last thing you want to do, <sighs> right? Like maybe not what you want to hear, but it's true. If you don't have a business that you love, you feel connected to, you are excited to do the work in, doesn't mean every day, but in general, you have this desire, this passion for what you do. You, you, you love the impact that it makes. You see the vision long-term. Um, you're not just doing this to bring in the money and, oh my God, when can I freaking retire or figure out my magic bullet? Like, like understand that like, if you do not like your business, it's not going to last, right? Because action's hard enough, even when you do love what you do, right? So you've got to want this, 
I know that's a given, but it maybe is a reminder for you in 2024 to stop hanging on to stuff that you just don't like or that you're like, yeah, it's whatever. I, I could care less talking about it. Like, I want you to offer something that you're excited to talk about, or maybe it's not that you're not excited about it. Maybe you don't believe in the transformation or maybe you need to anchor in deeper to like the value that you really bring. There might be a lot of facets to this, but we have to understand that like, you've got to like what you do, right? You, you've got to want it because action's hard enough. Um, practice discipline and view motivation as a bonus. I think we're all kind of full of motivation right now, right? Beginning of the year. I love the energy. You know, if you're a woman, um, then you've got, you've got these cycles that you go through and I know, I know them now. Like I, I, I do not, I would never do a masterclass when I'm in a certain week of my cycle ever. Right. Because I just know myself. So get, get to know yourself, get to know how, how you work, but never view like, like, okay, I don't feel motivated today. Maybe tomorrow. No it's a bonus. If we feel motivated, we have to practice the discipline. Motivation usually comes from taking action, not the other way around. So you need to take the action a lot of times to feel the confidence, to feel the motivation. All right. So let's quickly go through your blueprint. And then I'm going to share with you um, uh, how I feel like I can help you further. And I hope you stay for it because I've got some different things that I'm, that I'm offering in a different way that I'm offering um, uh, this program. So your blueprint, take inventory, Take out the trash, rearrange and organize, room to room, create your vision, set your goals, plan it out month by month, quarter by quarter, year by year, but start with the month by month at the very least, and then put it into action. I want to talk to you guys now um, about the room to room, because this is really what I do, right? The room to room is really what I do. Like that's what I help people do. I help them look at their business as as a complete thing. I used to just offer marketing support. My coach was a marketing coach. Um, and I love that. And I still adore marketing. And I work with my clients probably 75% on marketing, uh, especially my one-to-one -one clients. But there are so many facets that support the marketing, right? Support the messaging, support building the authority. And it does, I found that just focusing on one area, right? Like there was always a missing piece. And so I, what I've created is a program that is complete. It looks at your business as a whole and it takes you room to room, right? And it looks at all the little things, all the little details. You know, I found that as a, as a mom to four, well, five with my foster daughter, like I, I can't just, I can't just wing this. Like it's gotta be intentional if I'm not gonna feel like I'm working all the freaking time. And so I've applied this to my own business and I'm, and I, you know, it's still a work in progress. There's always work to be done. Your work is never done as a business owner, but I, I've, I've gone room to room and I, I pay attention to the details. And as you grow and as your business grows and you get further along, that's what it is. That's what business growth looks like and scaling looks like. It's not usually tearing down and rebuilding. It's the tweaking, it's new information. This didn't work. And now we're going to do this instead. And, and we're always reevaluating and everything. But so many people haven't even taken the time to have the foundation of that, um, of going room to room and reassessing. So Grow Business and Marketing Academy is the complete business growth framework. Um, now offering this in six or 12 months of support. So we'll get to that in a, in a bit. Um, I was offering it 12 months of support only and um, through some demand, I decided to create a six month option. 
Um, this is proven to help service pros and coaches create simple, sustainable, and scalable businesses. I've worked with both. I was a service provider um, for a few years myself, and um, then you know, grew this coaching business. So I have personal experience in both, and I serve both coaches, mentors, consultants, and service providers, specialists. Um, and this framework works for both. I do have some specific lessons that I feel like there's enough differences that I needed to create a separate lesson. So no stone is left unturned there. I really feel like this is the last program that you'll need to grow your business because we deep dive into everything. Details are my thing. Like details matter. So I, I dig into everything and we're continuing to add things and retweak things um, as I learn new things and want to teach them to you. So Grow Business and Marketing Academy is lifetime access. And as it's updated or added to, you get all of that stuff as well. Um, this is for you in a nutshell, if you want to hit and maintain 10K months and beyond, um, like this is for you. This is really essentially the room to room that I gave you some differences here, but you know, we're zooming out. This is what you need to, in order to grow. Of course, I've named my program grow, um, but inside each of these, we're digging in, right? There's multiple, probably five to six, seven lessons inside each of these. Um, and then from there, I've added additional lessons for things like launching and, um, you know, creating courses and launching through, you know, memberships and wait lists and all of those different things, because, you know, I don't want you to have to buy a bazillion different courses in order to get what you need. It's all here. It is all here. Um, so here's what's waiting for you. Besides the course, right? The framework, it's 60 plus lessons um, with lifetime access. You get monthly 90 minute group coaching calls, quarterly private coaching calls with me one-to-one, -one, um, monthly customized reviews and audits, lifetime access to a private Facebook community. So on top of the course, you get all of this. I've created this hybrid because I, I think that group programs are fine. I think that self-study is fine, but I know that everyone has their own things and their own customization that needs to happen and one-on-one -on -one support. Like you just can't beat it. So I've incorporated that on the group coaching calls because everybody that comes to the call gets at least 10 minutes with me or more depending on the size of the group. And then the quarterly private coaching calls where it's just me and you. And then my eyes on your stuff every single month, right? Anything you want to review, want me to review sales pages, emails, like content, your marketing strategy, your proposals, whatever you can submit and I'll review those for you. Um, and then lifetime access to the private community where you can ask me questions. Like if even if like once you're done with your contract and you just want to hang out in the Facebook group, great, tag me, tag me, ask me a question. That's a perk of the program. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining the Masterclass replay today. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, don't forget to download your workbook. It is linked below in the show notes. Right now, as you are listening to this, I am running a special um, on Grow Business and Marketing Academy, and you heard me talk about that a little. The important thing for you to, to, to know is that the discount expires January 18th, and also you have a chance to spin the bonus wheel. Everybody wins 
Um, so after you enroll, you're allowed to spin that wheel and claim one of the five awesome bonuses that I have available, all worth $500 or more. So head to the show notes again, click that link to check out everything about Grow. And guys, I hope you consider it because if you want 2024 to be your best year ever, your glow up year, then it's time we really focus on simplicity, sustainability, and scalability. All right, hope to see you in there and I'll catch you next week for the next episode. Bye.